Welcome to this week's episode of Stack Ecom Bits. Today we'll be analyzing recent information regarding inflation. On the podcast today, we have Madison, Ryan, and myself, Dan Smith. Thank you for that introduction, Dan. It's great to be back with you guys today talking about inflation. Hello, I'm Madison. So Madison and Ryan, inflation has been one of the most discussed topics in the news over the last six months, if not longer. Have the two of you noticed any trends with the inflation indicators that we introduced on our first inflation podcast? Yeah, so with everything going on with Russia and Ukraine the past few weeks, we have seen consequences on the U.S. economy. CPI year-on-year, not seasonally adjusted, is sitting at 7.9% right now. For perspective, the last time we saw CPI rise over 7% was 1982. This steep change comes primarily from the demand-pull inflation created by the release of stimulus packages, as well as supply chain issues, most recently gas prices, which spiked 25.7%. Looking forward, working under the assumption that the war in Ukraine continues, we expect to see a baseline of oil prices at $120 a barrel and CPI to end up around 6.8%. The United States government has decided to release 1 million barrels of oil daily from its strategic reserve to combat high levels of gas prices seen across the nation. Ideally, given the circumstances, we would like to see oil return to $80 a barrel and CPI to only increase by 5.5%. However, this only comes with the de-escalation of the war. And what about you, Ryan? As we mentioned in the first episode of inflation, core PCE is a less volatile measure of inflation when compared to CPI as it does not account for food and energy costs. This is currently reflected with inflation as core PCE for February is at 6.4% year-on-year and January 6.0%. The central bank does expect these numbers to decrease, however, not by much, with an estimated core PCE of 4.4% towards the end of the year, which is still considerably higher than the Federal Reserve's target of 2%. However, Bloomberg analysts are forecasting core PCE to return to around the 2% mark by 2023. What about you, Dan? Have you noticed anything with the Cleveland CPI? Yes, I have noticed a change in the increase of the Cleveland CPI. A quick reminder about the Cleveland CPI, this indicator excludes the highest 25% and lowest 25% in the range of changes to the CPI. According to Bloomberg, in January 2021, The year-on-year change in the Cleveland CPI was 1.49% by the end of the month. At the end of this past January, the year-on-year change was 7.28%. This past March, the change continued to grow to 8.41%, compared to only 2.47% increase in March 2021. The average year-on-year increase for Cleveland CPI in 2021 was 4.48%, while over the first three months of 2022, The average year-on-year is 7.82%. Since March 2021, all of the year-on-year averages have also been above the Federal Reserve's target of 2%. Even though we are discussing the United States inflation and how it is a national issue, the global economy and international conflicts can also have effects on America's economy. The most recent and most obvious issue is the current conflict going on between Russia and Ukraine. This conflict has affected the price of crude oil and grain, since these two countries are large exporters of these goods. As mentioned earlier, the price of a barrel of oil has gone from $80 to $120. The first time in three years, the prices have gone over $80. The price has lowered back down closer to $100, but this is still higher than the crude oil price before the war. Similarly with wheat, prices rose from $8.50 per bushel to $12.94 per bushel. This is a very crude topic to discuss, 
But are there any other common goods that have seen a rise in prices since this conflict has begun? The price of cars have also seen a steep increase. Last year, the price of a new car rose 13%. This year, we can expect anywhere from another 10 to 20% increase on top of that. This also goes for used cars, which had a price jump 40% and will continue to rise as a result of auto manufacturer cost increases. Russia is the world's third largest producer of nickel, as well as being a main producer of palladium, aluminum and semiconductor grade neon gas, all materials used in the production of cars. America's economy is taking a big hit with the current levels of inflation. What are the Federal Reserve's plans with counteracting inflation at this time? In cases of high inflation, the Fed will hike interest rates as a way of counteracting it. How big a hike and when has been a key discussion point for the FOMC in recent meetings. As of March 17th, the Fed made it their target to maintain the federal funds rate between the range of a quarter of a percent to half a percent. Currently, there is high demand pull inflation, which is a result of the recently released stimulus packages. Does anyone have any final thoughts on what the Federal Reserve should do or the future levels of inflation? Nothing from me. Neither from me. All right. That's all we have for this week's episode of Stack Econ Bits. We hope that you were able to gain a better understanding of the current issues with inflation. And tune in next week and take care.